what's up you guys thank you for being on the second episode of entries from an insecure gay black boy now i want to let you guys know i want to let you guys know i recorded two audios for this episode and they were both deleted from this website that i was using and i'm not going to say their name but i am just i i'm tired i'm tired I'm just tired. So I hope this works. <laughs> um, so you can tell from the title. <sighs> Give me a second because I got to. What is the title? The title is being the gay boy in a group filled with girls. Now, there isn't much that I have to say with this title. It's not really a story that I have to explain about this title it is straightforward it's self-explanatory and if you don't get it then you don't get it but the girls who get it and the gays who get it they just get it if you here to to be uh to know more about us this isn't the podcast because I ain't gonna tell you nothing you gotta go to somebody who's gonna give you all the all this information all the input all the keywords so on and so forth so I just want to talk about this trend about having a gay boy best friend it's disgusting that is my complete honest truth it's disgusting and these girls sound very stupid you sound y'all sound very stupid and it's not and it's we're not yes no because we are sensitive absolutely for the ones who do take offense to it we are very sensitive because why like why do you have to feel the need to go out on social media and say that you want a gay boy best friend because of the time that you like you we just give you a good time when y'all go out and when we dance y'all live like especially when y'all use the word live it just screams it it screams gay it just screams gay and sometimes we don't want to have like that associate sometimes just calm down girl just calm down Anyways, so I would definitely, we're going to talk about, you know, becoming friends with girls and having, having this, we have to hold back on us. Well, especially me, I'm, I'm speaking for me. Um, and if you are out there who does relate to what I'm talking about, then thank you. But for me, when I'm becoming friends with someone, especially a girl, it's just like I'm kind of holding back parts of me because I feel like if I show too much, then, you know, maybe she's not going to like me because I'm, you know, I'm too gay for her. And coming from a coming from a black woman um, who was homophobic um, in the beginning, it was it kind of set the tone for me because now it's just like I walk out into the world and I'm like I'm still kind of conditioned to this mindset that um every black woman is homophobic and that's not true but it is something that I always have to raise my eyebrow out my my I always have to raise my eyebrow at because I don't know if they really like if a black woman supports me when they're looking at me or they're just looking at me in disgust like oh oh this gay boy had the nerve to to be out in this world so it, it's 
honestly, to sum it all up, it's basically like a mini PTSD episode for me because um, all the words that my mom have said to me uh, in the beginning of her finding out that I was gay, it kind of it kind of conditioned my mindset. It kind of conditioned my mind into thinking that every single black woman was homophobic and they all had this in, they all had this internalized homophobic homophobia so i'm kind of scared uh if that if it makes sense it makes sense um and having to be on the lookout i have to be on the lookout for fake people because they only want to use us for a good time they only want to use us for a good time and yes we do have fun we do shake a little ass and we do get a little drunk. Uh, and overall, we are just a fun person to be around. I mean, not all of us, because some of us are not gifted with having that being the it girl or the it bitch. I definitely will say I definitely will claim that I am the it bitch. I am the it girl um, to be out with because I love to have a good time. Um. And being told that you like hanging around with me because of we always have a good time together, that is a red flag. That lets me know that this is not a genuine friendship. You're not really looking for something real. You're not looking for something real. You're honestly looking for something temporary for certain opportunities. Like when we go out, you want to have a good time. No, I don't want to just be that with you. I am a good person and I'm not going to waste my energy and my my good shit on having a good time at the club. No, I don't. I want to be more than that. I want to be a good friend to you and I want you to be a good friend to me. Um, But if you don't want to do that, then don't come my way. Thank you. Um, Y'all like hanging out with us, but do you stand with us? Do you support us? Are you willing to speak up for us when us cannot speak up for us? So what I mean by that is, are you willing? Are you stand? Do you support me? Do you stand with my uh, my community, the black LGBT community? Because I definitely believe that the black LGBTQ community is its own entity. Um. We are definitely our own thing. I'm not going to get too much into that because people will start feeling offend, um, offended. Um, but do you really su- do you support my community? Because if you support me, then you have to support my community. There's no way. Of, there's no way you can be like, oh, I support my gay, my gay friend, but I can't support the community he's he's a um he's a part of. First of all, that's not something I can be like. I'm not a part of that. Girl, if I like dick, I am automatically a part of the black LGBTQ community. Okay? There's no way around it. There's no way around it. Once once I was in second grade and the boy turned off the lights when we had to change into our swimwear because we were going to a field trip to swim to practice swimming because you know they believe in that kids need to start, you know, learning how to swim, which is true. Once that boy turned off the lights and somebody groomed me in the bathroom when the lights were off, I felt aroused. I felt nice. I wanted more. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I've I don't know who the boy was. 
child, he lifted up my leg. He lifted up one leg and he started humping me. Oh my God. I, that was the most exciting time of my life. Second grade. And I think I knew who it was. And I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> but that was a fun time. And, so, and then the teacher came in. I forget, I don't re- remember her name. I remember what's crazy is that I remember a lot of my other teachers' names. But I don't remember her name. She came in. Get out of the bathroom. What are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, God damn. Why couldn't you just wait a couple more minutes? Because as soon as when she came in, the boy turned off the lights again. And it was going to be around two of me getting humped against the wall by the boy. I feel like I know who groomed me against the wall. I wanted more. <laughs> Please don't judge me because I really did like it. That was the last time I was touched romantically. But we're not going to get into that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm drifting off into another subject. Are you going to stand up for us? Are you going to speak up for us when we can't speak up for ourselves? Because sometimes, even though I do speak up for myself, you know, no matter what, sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I want someone to be there to speak up for me. It's exhausting and it's scary. I want to have, you know, someone behind me you know, screaming, you know, at the homophobic person. So, and yeah, I, I just want to be, I want to, I want to be the person that sits back and have, you know, the couple of friends that speak up for me because sometimes I don't want to speak for myself because I'm tired. I'm tired sometimes. And I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only gay boy who goes through this. Sometimes we want to have someone to defend us, especially, oh my God, you know, from a black woman, it's one thing, but from a black man to stand up for you to a homophobic person, that, is, that speaks volumes. And now I feel extra safe. Now, if the man, if he's not a father, if he's not my father, if he's not my brother, if he's someone I like a friend now, if you speak now, we have to get married. Like if you're a friend or something and you speaking up for me and you you holding it down, now we have to get married. Now I have to find a way. Now I have to find a way to get pregnant. Now I'm gonna have your child. We're gonna have a girl and we're gonna have a boy. And we're gonna have a dog. Listen, I plan out my I plan out the whole life the whole life story in my head. But anyways, so some moral of that is that I want to make sure I just want to have someone to stand up for me because sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I'm really tired. But I'm I, I will go into a short story time. Well, it's not gonna really be it's not it's not gonna really be short. But um, I'm gonna go into a story time when I was in high school and I was in this group. And um, and this is actually the the thinking about this story was actually the inspiration for the title for this episode. I was in a group with um, three other girls and it was so it was, it was four of us. And it was one girl that I always questioned um, whether or not if she supported the entirety of me. And what I mean by that is if you support me, then you support, you have to support the, the, the whole LGBTQ community. And if, let me just stop babbling. Let me just say what the whole thing was. 
So one there was one time we were on a four-way call and she, you know, so, somehow when you have conversations with your friends, the conversation always leads into a serious topic. So I don't remember the whole context of the whole conversation on the phone. But I remember asking her, I was like, hey, and I'm not, I'm not going to say her name, but I remember asking her, I was like, hey, um, would you support your gay son if he came out to you? And she, it, the phone went silent. Chill. The phone went silent. And I'm like, uh, hello, 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 hello. And I said her name again, and I was like, um, would you support your son if he came out to you as gay? And she was like, no, Sonny. I hung up the phone. I hung up the phone. I hung up the phone because instantly when she had it, before I even hung up the phone, when she hesitated to answer, when the phone went silent, that made me realize what was the real, um, what was what was the deal? You know, what was the deal between us two? And that kind of solidified, that made me answer my own question. Did she really like me for me? Like, did she really fuck with me? So when she hesitated and she said her answer, I hung up the phone. And I, um, after that, the, the friendship continued, but I knew what it was and I knew it wasn't real. And then I knew that it would eventually drift off and it would die off. And it did. And it did. And then after it died, it died off. It, you know, you kind of, I kind of started seeing her real colors and I was like, what? Like seeing her, seeing someone that you used to be friends with and then you start seeing their true colors after it's just kind of like, damn you really lasted that long to put up like to put up with that like you really you really was that fake you really was that fake um well I wouldn't say fake I'm kind of dragging it she wasn't fake it was just that damn like you know how did I not see you for you you know and for that long you never really put that barrier down you always kept it up you know, if that makes, I don't know if that makes sense. If it does, it does. If it don't, it don't. Then, um, a side note, if you're questioning a friend who you think doesn't really support you and the black LGBT community, then here are two questions. These are, this is, you know, some, some advice from me. These are two questions. There are two questions that you can ask. You can ask both or you can just ask one. The first question being, um, why do you love our friendship so much? Now, they can answer in two ways. If there's a third way that they answer in, I don't know. I, 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 I can't help you with that. But me being a good overthinker, if they answer in two, they, they, they can only answer in two ways. If they say, oh, I love, I love how we make each other feel um, when we're with each other. And I love the friendship that we have. We can trust each other with anything. And you you make me feel very good. Now, I'm not going to go into that whole speech. But if they sound very genuine, 
And you have to know the difference between genuine and a fake comment or a fake statement or a fake answer. You have to know the difference. If you can't, then I'm, I don't know what to tell you. But you have to know the difference between a genuine and a fake answer. Now, you know when they sound, when they sound genuine, okay? But if they answer in, oh, I love when we go out, we always have a good time, and you always be hyping me up and everything, that sounds like, that sounds like they're using you. That just, at that point, when they say something that sounds beneficial to them, cut it off. And when you ask that question, you know, when, when you hear that answer, that's when you should, you need to start packing up your things. You need to start packing up your things. And the second question would be, now this question, before I tell you what the question is, you better have your things packed before you ask this question because whether you you don't know how this conversation is going to go. When you ask this question, make sure you have your things you you have your things prepared. Ask them, would you support your son if they were gay? If they came out to you as gay? If they hesitate, and I know you what you might say, oh, but what if they just hesitate out of nowhere? Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Ain't no hesitating. I'm not giving you that opportunity. When I ask you, how would you feel if your son came out to you as gay? When I say gay, you be oh my God, I'm supporting my son soon as when he come up my coochie. When you say that, now, now I fucks with you, girl. This is why you was my girl. This is why we last. And this is why I love our aura together. I love the the vibe that we always have. And you always, you always be my girl. Now you're safe. Now you can put your stuff back in the drawers and you could go back to going to sleep. You can take your nice shower or even take a bath. Now you're good. Now you're in a safe zone. You're good. But if they hesitate and they don't give you the answer that you were looking for, it's time to pack your things up and you go. And you're probably asking, how would you end that friendship? So if you're one of those people who are non-confrontational and you don't want to really get into it with that person, just simply distance yourself. Distance yourself and don't call them as much. Because it's not going to last long, whether you like it or not, whether you see that for whether you see them for who they are. Um, when once you see them for who they are after they give you that answer, the friendship is no longer going to last. It's no longer going to last. I promise you that it's going to uh, depreciate after like after time, like days and days after it's going to it's going to it's going to depreciate and it's not going to last it's going to end itself um but if you are one of those confrontation not really confrontational but if you're one of those up forward people who can be very upfront then you tell them okay well um i don't think this can last long and there's there's absolutely no way that baby girl could redeem herself from that answer once she gives her answer that is the first answer. That's the first thing that came to mind. Once she gives that answer, there's no way she can redeem herself. 
there's no way the friendship is going to end. I mean, there's no way the friendship is going to continue. So yeah, um, if you're if you are one of those people who are upfront, tell her that this is not going to last, and um, I you know, you appreciate the time y'all had together, and um, you want to end the friendship. Now, whatever what what comes after that, that's up to you. I, I I'm not I'm not going to be there a hundred percent. So you you better have your things ready. Um and. I remember growing up, people spoke about having, you know, a gay boy best friend. I remember maybe one or two conversations, one or two conversations about, oh, I want to have a gay best friend. And they'd be so much fun when we go to the clubs and when we go out to eat, when we go out to TGI Fridays, when we go to hookers, um, um, hooters. When we go to um, Applebee's, when we go to Chili's, when we go to PDQ, when we go to Chick-fil-A, um... Um, uh, I remember those conversations I remember those conversations saying how you know people wanted that gay best friend but it wasn't much it wasn't really a trend but you know social media became a thing and within the past maybe three or four years there has been a trend of people saying they wanted a gay best friend because they seem so much fun and they just they love drag shows and they just they love us they live for us and that screams internalized homophobia now you're probably asking how does that scream internalized homophobia that's my opinion and i'm sticking to it okay um so it it just um the trend became popular within the past three or four years and they started seeing gay boys and black, you know, girls interact with each other on social media heavily. And now it's just like, Oh, I want that. I want that. Like we're on a shelf. I want that gay boy, five, six big booty. And he got to talk like a girl. I want him because he finna, he finna show me out. He finna, he finna have a good time with me. He gonna make me have a good time and he gonna make me forget about what's, what's going on. Girl, girl, we are not some things that you get off the shelf. We are human beings and we don't want, we don't want to be treated like you only want us for a good time. We don't want to feel like that. And and for the for the gays who say they don't really see any problem with it, I think that you should re you should really reevaluate how you view yourself. Because for a woman to say for a black woman to say that, for the black woman to say that, and then to turn around and to throw shots at gay and start throwing slurs at gay boys like if they get, if their gay friends start sleeping with their man once that internal <sighs> girl you need to reevaluate how you view yourself because we you need to find every issue with that statement and I'm not going to dive into that you need to find every single th- problem wrong with that statement period um so moral of that is they not only have to support you but they have to support the community you're part of the and and let me specify 
the black LGBT community, because what did I say? The black LGBT community is one entity. And let me be let me be more clear. Can you hear me? I said the black LGBT community is its entity of its own. And what I mean by that, let me break it down more, is that we're we're our own thing. We're our own community. There's black people and there's black LGBT people. And you're probably saying, no, it's all. And it's definitely all one thing. You know, we're all all of us are black. All of us are black. But let's be honest. There is a division within the black community. And it's sad to say, but we are definitely divided in our black community. There's so many, there's so much division in the black community and the black LGBT community. And I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Um, so in order for, fr- for that friendship to operate, for it to continue being a genuine friendship, they have to support all of you in order, it, in order for it to be a real friendship, period. But I say all this to say, I want to reassure you guys that even though these are very, these are real world issues that the gay black boys deal with on a daily basis, still walk out of that house, still walk out of that room. And if you're homeless, still walk out of that alley. If you live in the car, still walk out of that car. And if you live in Wendy's, still walk. I think you get the point, what I'm trying to say. Walk out wherever you are with your chin up and be you. Because there's nobody that can be you than you. And also, make sure you ask those two questions to a friendship that you're questioning with a girl. If you are a gay black boy and you are questioning a friendship with a girl that you that you really fuck with, but you know, you feel like it's some something that's 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 turning a knob inside of your head. Ask those ask one of those questions or ask both. Be risky. Ask both and really and really get down to business. Ask both and we'll and and you'll see the answer to whether or not if you want to continue the friendship. You guys, I appreciate you so much for listening to this second episode of my podcast. And I can't wait for you to be on the next journey, the next episode until I get to the 100th episode. And I'm on to better opportunities, big opportunities. Hopefully I will be on Oprah. That's dragging it. But you know what? (laughs) A girl can only dream. You guys, I hope you have a good night. I love you. And be sure to rate the show, promote, um, uh, listen to the whole audio damn um and um share this with your friends share this with your your, your kids your 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 friends in high school share it wherever okay i love you good night Mwah.